Chapter 12, Rule Number 4, Focus, the Power of Detail. If you want to get your wiring right, you have to focus. In neuroplasticity, when the brain is rewiring itself, it responds best to clear, specific directions, not to messages that are vague and unfocused. This is, this is why you get better results when you know what you want than, than when you're uncertain about the desired outcome. Saying, we're going to Disney World on July 4th, does a lot better job of getting you th there than saying, we ought to take a trip this summer. But real focus is even more detailed than that. You help your neuroplasticity work best when you're absolutely certain of what you want to achieve, down to the smallest detail. This is why specificity and focus are so important to any goal you want to reach. People who want to make changes that are general may do okay, they may achieve something better than they would have achieved had they not set the goal in the first place, but they'll never reach the successes they could have reached if they had spent more time focusing on the specific details of the goal they wanted to achieve. With most of the goals you set, the ones you're most likely to reach are the goals that have the most detail assigned to them. This is true because the clearer the picture you're able to give your brain, the more detailed the neural imprint of that goal will be recorded in your brain. Make sure your picture is in focus. Focusing a camera on a distant object describes this exactly. Let's say you want to buy a house. So you decide to take a picture of the house you want to buy. The first picture you take is taken from a distance, say five or six blocks away. It's close enough that you can see it's a house, but not close enough to make out the details. The picture of your goal that you give to your brain is a distant, out-of-focus picture of the home you want to own. Your brain records this picture, but almost immediately you can tell your brain isn't giving you much help in finding ways to get it. In fact, your brain can't act on it. It doesn't really know what it is. So, you reset the goal to get the home, but this time you decide to give your brain a clear, sharp picture of your goal. To do this, you take another picture. This second picture you take of the house is different. Here you take a close-up of the house, filling the camera frame, and it has all the details, the roof line, the pillars on the portico at the front door, the number of panes of glass in each of the windows, the color of the sh shutters, the height of the chimney, the pattern of the brick facing, and so on. You've adjusted the focus so that all the details are crisp and sharp. You follow that picture with dozens of shots of the interior, every detail of every room from every angle. It's a perfect set of pictures. You can see everything, 
and you can literally see yourself living there. Since you have a goal to one day purchase this home, you want to give explicit directions to your brain to begin helping you reach that goal. By studying the pictures you've taken, focusing clearly on the goal, the details of what you want is being downloaded into your brain. Now your brain knows exactly what you want. This time, your brain imprints the clear, sharp pictures and immediately goes to work helping you come up with ways to reach your goal and get the home. That example is more fact than illustration. Your brain, when seeking a goal, will record only what you tell it, and exactly what you tell it, and only as a completely as it rather only as completely as the picture you present to it. Anything you leave unclear induces the brain to come up with its own version of what it th- thinks you want. That means your unconscious programs could be directing the brain with any wrong pictures you might have stored there. You definitely don't want that to happen. Many people fail to give their brain a clear picture of their goals, either because A, they don't have a detailed picture themselves of what they want, or B, they don't know how to go about detailing the picture they want to give to their brain. Here are my recommendations on how to create a detailed picture of your goal and give it to your brain. Step 1. Research your goal. Arm your brain with all the facts. Learn everything you can about it. Look it up on the internet. Is your goal to choose a vacation location? Is your goal to lose weight? Do you want to make stained glass windows for your den? Do you have a goal to fly an ultralight? aircraft? There is virtually no subject you can't find information about in exhaustive detail. The objective is to know everything there is to know about your goal as you take the next steps. Step 2. Write down your goal. Write it down on paper, by hand. The reason I recommend you write your goal, by hand, is that when you put pen to paper and write the words in longhand, you are engaging more of your senses and creating more neuronal neuronal activity in your brain. You're also putting more focus, concentration, and intention into the goal itself. It makes your goal more personal and important. If you'd rather rather write your goals using a keyboard to type them into a computer document or a goal-setting program, that's okay. The most important thing is that you commit your goals to paper. When you write it, describe your goal in detail. If there are details you're unsure of, go back to step one for more research. You can never have too much knowledge about a goal. Write it down. Your brain is reading everything you write. Note, there is a one-sheet format for writing out goals that I've used for years. It's very simple and very effective. You can download and print copies of the goal-setting form at www.shadhelmstetter.com forward slash goals. Step 3. 
talk about your goal. The reason it helps to talk about your goal is that every time you discuss it in the right way, you're seeing again the mental pictures you're giving to your mind. You're filling in more detail and you're combining detail, focus, with repetition, with emotion, and with intention. Never discuss your goal with a critic who can do nothing more than find fault with your goal and try to convince you it won't work. Sound familiar? It can be good to ask for outside input, but never from a negative disbeliever and only after you have your desired idea pictured clearly in your own mind. I, can, I cannot stress this enough. Too often the excitement of a new goal causes people to talk about it too soon and to the wrong people. Then the dream dies, poisoned by ignorant and uncaring words, when if the fragile new goal had been treated more carefully, it could easily have grown and blossomed into a beautiful reality. Discuss your goal only with other people you trust and who will not criticize or find fault with the idea itself. Then add the positive words of encouragement and support from those who believe in you and you're on your way. Step 4. Visualize your goal. Your brain sees what you clearly imagine as though it is a real thing. The practice of visualizing goals was one of the first success techniques popularized by personal growth advocates more than 50 years ago. But the concept is brought completely up to date with our newer understanding that your brain actually wires in neural pathways based on what you visualize. Here's a key point. What you visualize clearly, your brain sees as real. If your goal isn't an object or something material, visualize pictures of you in the situation of living out your goal, having lunch at a sidewalk cafe during your vacation in Paris, running in a marathon, getting the phone call from your agent telling you that you just got a publishing deal, sitting in the auditorium as your son or daughter crosses the stage at a graduation ceremony. Imagine being there and fill in the details. Your brain is watching everything you're clearly picturing in your mind and wiring it in as though it's real. The more you visualize what you want your brain to help you achieve, the more it sees it is already happening. You're, you are practicing that reality in advance in your mind. Each time you do, your brain is recording it as an actual experience, and making the neural pathway stronger and stronger even before you actually realize the goal itself. In the Pasquale Leone, Harvard study of two groups of volunteers practicing a five-finger piano exercise, at the end of a week of piano practice sessions, both groups of volunteers showed an increase in neuronal growth in a specific region in their brain's motor cortex. This neuronal growth was the direct result of practicing the piano exercise for a period of time each day. Period of time each day. Here's the exciting part. One of the groups of volunteers had practiced playing the piano only in their imagination without touching a piano. 
and they achieved results that were similar to those who had physically practiced on real pianos. Their practiced visualization by itself caused the new neurons to grow. The results of Vasquez-Leon's study prove once again that the brain wires in imagined activity in the same way it wires in actual physical activity. Focusing the energies of your thoughts. Something else happens when you decide to focus on what you want. You take this much energy, spread your arms out as wide as you can, and put it here. Bring your hands together and touch one point on the desk or something in front of you. Focusing is about taking a lot of energy and focusing all of it in one finite point. A clear example of the power of focused energy is that of sunlight through a magnifying glass. You go outside on a sunny day and sit on the grass. You touch the grass in the beautiful sunlight and the grass feels soft and cool. In fact, it's a cool day. You have a magnifying glass with you. As an experiment, you hold the glass, which is only two or three inches in diameter, a few inches above a section of grass. Within moments, because it's collecting the sun's rays, the magnifying glass focuses those ray, light rays on a small point in the grass, and it takes only seconds for the focused rays of the sun to turn the point of grass from smoke to flame. A collection of just a few inches of sunlight focused by a piece of glass turns the cool green leaves of grass into a fire of intense heat in seconds. That is accomplished by energy being focused. Thoughts are energy. When you want to imprint clear, strong messages, programs, or goals in your brain, it requires the intense focus of your thoughts. Your thoughts are like the sunlight being focused by your goals. The more of your personal energy you bring into intense focus, the stronger the imprint will be. Your success depends on the strength of the neuroplastic programs you imprint in your brain, and you create that strength by the intensity of your focus. This is why the greatest achievers we have known have said they were completely dedicated to their goal and focused on reaching it. No matter what their goal, it got down to their mental focus. The focused energy each of those achievers added to their intent created pathways in their brain that were so strong they could overcome any obstacle they encountered. Your achievement will be determined by the amount of focus you apply to the goal. Reaching goals is based on neurons. Success is neurological.